0: This is Steve Thompson, and today we're reading out of Luke chapter 22, verses 54 through the end of the chapter. So they arrested him and led him to the high priest's home, and Peter followed at a distance. The guards lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat around it, and Peter joined them there. A servant girl noticed him in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said, This man was one of Jesus' followers. But Peter denied it. Woman, he said, I don't even know him. After a while, someone else looked at him and said, You must be one of them. No, I'm not, Peter retorted. About an hour later, someone else insisted, This must be one of them because he is a Galilean too. But Peter said, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, The rooster crowed. At that moment, the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Suddenly, the Lord's words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny three times that you even know me. And Peter left the courtyard, weeping bitterly. The guards in charge of Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and said, Prophesy to us, who hit you that time? and they hurled all sorts of terrible insults at him. At daybreak, all the elders of the people assembled, including the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. Jesus was led before this high council, and they said, Tell us, are you the Messiah? But he replied, If I tell you, you won't believe me, and if I ask you a question, you won't answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated on the place In the place of power at God's right hand. They all shouted, So you are claiming to be the Son of God? And he replied, You say that I am. Why do we need another witness? They said, We ourselves heard him say it. I have a lot of respect for Peter in this passage. He was trying to follow through on his promise. He was going to follow Jesus to the bitter end. Obviously, this wasn't how he had envisioned it. He thought that they were going to go down swinging, leading a revolt. He was ready for a violent uprising. But Jesus stamped that out quickly in the garden. So while everyone else bolted, all of the disciples ran. Peter stuck around because he wanted to see where this was going. He wanted to continue being by Jesus' side. And it takes guts to try and sneak into the courtyard of the high priest's home. So, speaking of the high priest's home, the place and the time of night made this trial totally sketchy, or whatever at least was going on at this point, why they were keeping Jesus at the high priest's home. Because this went across all the legal norms and precedents in Jewish custom and law, They were intent on knocking Jesus off and doing it as quietly as possible to avoid making a huge scene or, worse, incite any kind of violent conflict. But this was no less than a monkey trial. And there is Peter trying his best to follow. But he's clearly out of place at the house in this courtyard. Two people recognize it. And they're even able to place where they know him from. At first, they don't say anything, but they know he doesn't fit. And then the third recognizes his accent and knows immediately he's from the Galilee. And then the rooster crows, which doesn't necessarily mean dawn, by the way. Uh, I remember in my first trip to Haiti several years ago, I ended up having to wear earplugs to bed every night because that first night I couldn't sleep because of the roosters crowing all through the city in the middle of the night. So when the roosters started crowing that night, Peter's eyes somehow, I don't know what the distance was, but somehow they met Jesus' eyes. And his words from hours earlier, Jesus' words, came flooding back to his mind. No! No! I didn't mean to do this. I had every intention of laying down my life with and for my rabbi. I didn't want to screw this up. And the only thing he can do is run as far away as possible and just break down and cry. Weep bitterly. Have you ever felt that way? Has your heart just sunk as you realize that you did what you never wanted to do. You had never set out to do that. You had never intended to do that. That's not what you wanted your life to be about. And yet, here you are. You catch Jesus' eye, and everything just in your heart just crumbles. I think we've all been there. And we're probably all going to be there again. I, I wonder what that expression was on Jesus' face when their eyes met. My my first instinct is to see my parents' uh, glares uh, at me, that whole, I'm so disappointed in you look that a parent knows how to give. And and maybe there was some of that there. Jesus was completely human, remember, so there at least had to been pain in his face. His closest follower and friend relationally stabbed him in the back. But I imagine that mixed in with all of that was also an enormous amount of compassion, right along with the pain and disappointment. He knew it was coming, and it hurt him, but he hurts along with us and for us. When you let Jesus down, he knows it's coming. It's not a surprise, but he hurts with us and for us. I can't leave us here on this note because we've got to know that the story isn't over for Peter. Jesus and Peter patch up their relationship later on. But for us right now, maybe you're all too aware of how you've let Jesus down. You've let down the one that you decided to follow with all your life. Just remember, it didn't surprise him. Now that doesn't mean it didn't hurt him either. But it didn't surprise him. And he hurts with you and for you. And he won't abandon us like we've abandoned him. He's going to keep coming back for us. Offering to take us to another place. Father God, again, we come to you today overwhelmed by your grace. Even in the middle of your worst trial, your your worst experiences as a human being, your life was on the line, and then those closest to you abandoned you. They couldn't hang on. They couldn't follow through. And yet you still keep coming back for us and offering us life and offering us a do-over. So Lord Jesus, like you did with Peter, we ask that again you would come to us and offer us that do-over. But not only that, the same Holy Spirit that you poured out onto Peter and completely changed the trajectory of his life would you pour out onto us? Heal us, free us, show us this way, this new way, your way. I ask that in Jesus' name. Amen.